VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I think there's two ways to look at this. The first way is how good was Kaepernick at the time that he stopped playing in the NFL or that he stopped being offered a position in the NFL? So, Fez, professional batter. We're straight out of Vegas. At the time of Kaepernick in January 17, he played his last game, and then next season he wasn't on a team. At that time, what was your take on the quality of his quarterbacking? He was a well-below-average starting quarterback, about 27th best in the league. So you think he was better than some of the starters? Yes. Wow, that's generous. So if you look at the numbers, in 2016 season, ended in 17, he, was one, he, play, he started 11 games. He won one. So... Now, that's probably as bad as anyone, if not worse, right? If you're one in ten, you're not a good player. Team's not a good team. Yeah. Have you ever seen a good quarterback go one in ten? Well, he had. Six- Have you ever seen a good quarterback go one Never. in ten? All right. But you're saying he's not really wasn't a good quarterback. He was maybe 27th, is what you're saying. Right. All right. If you look at his QBR, and this is what's important to realize, Kaepernick in 2012, that season, almost won the Super Bowl. He was 24 years old. In 13, the next season, he played well. His QBR 66. That's outstanding. 14, QBR 60. Now, remember, QBR is from 1 to 100, like a percentage. So, 60 says you're better than most of quarterback. That's good. Then, 44 in 2015. And those quarterbacks in the 40s don't keep starting because they figure, hey, you're, right, you're about as bad as you're going to be. Let's get someone else in here and see what they can do. Because, we're, we're, you know, so to me... I believe the following. Entering the 17th season when Kaepernick did not have a job, 
he most certainly was one of the 64 best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I'm using 64 as in starter, backup on every team. There's a backup dresses every game. So you got to have 64 as a starting point in the NFL. Now, you might have guys, a third quarterback, he dresses some days, you know, all that stuff. So now the question is, why didn't he have a job in 2017? So Jonas, as a media observer, as a guy who loves sports as a fan, if I asked you your personal opinion, why Kaepernick didn't have a job in 2017, what would you say? I would say because the noise outweighed the production. I th- Boy, that was succinct. I mean, that, that was like, if he, if he was getting paid by the word, I mean, I, no, but, but he's so right. Is, and this isn't an assessment of if it's right or wrong, but rather the NFL team's perspective was, okay, he's not, a, he's not he might be one of, you know, better than a couple starters, but no one that any team's going to be happy with. So every team that was in that Kaepernick range of a starter was saying, we got to get a better starter in here. We can't keep playing like right. this. So now the question is a backup. Well, why isn't Cam a backup right now? Right? As Colin Cowherd said on this very network, there are no celebrity backups. Because the very definition of a backup quarterback is you're not supposed to be the story. You're supposed to be helping. You're supposed, you know, think about the classic back. You know, Andy Dalton is a, a really good backup, but he's got that mentality. All right? Okay. I'll give you an example. Batch. Charlie Batch for the Steelers. Mm. As a Steeler fan, Charlie Batch was a great – he was like a quarterback coach on the team. Really undervalued what he did for the Steelers. Okay. So, if you had a business, just let's say you had a banana stand on the beach (laughs) and a lot of money in bananas. And let's say that you, what's the analogy here? Okay, let's just say there was a rock band or a, uh, you know, some type of musical group that was very controversial, whereas half the people loved them, half the people hate them. Whatever, doesn't even matter. If you had a big poster of them, in front of your banana stand, where if you look and you see bananas and you see that band, half the people is going to say, huh, I like that band. Oh, a banana. That sounds pretty good. Give me one of those. How much? All right. Okay. And the other half are going to say, hmm, I don't want to go near that poster. I hate those people. Does it help your banana stand? No. Okay. Now, what people might say is, oh, well, when we're talking about justice, when we're talking about whatever of the things that are very important, life and death and justice, that you shouldn't care. And it's like, okay, that's a high bar to ask people to, uh, to run a business and say, don't care about your bottom line, care about the greater good, especially when there's 31 other teams. Meaning, in this case, if the league came together and voted, hey, one of us should have Kaepernick because it's going to look bad if we don't. And then even if that was the case, that is still looking out for their interest, not justice. But I think in general, the fact that all 32 could say, not my fault, there's 31 other people here, has made it easier for each of them to choose along the way. 
to say, no, we don't want a celebrity backup. We don't want a distraction at backup. Yeah, I think that's a tremendous point you just made. Because if you went to all 32 owners and said, look, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and have a lottery, and one of you is going to win, and you're going to have Kaepernick as your backup quarterback, I think the vast majority of the owners would say, that's great. I am for that. But they recognize whoever gets Kaepernick likely will have extreme distractions that may make that individual team worse while the overall league is stronger. Steve Fezzik, I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. And I'm not even sure how much better Kaepernick was as a backup as we went past 17. So 17, a total year of inactivity, not by his choice. You get into 18, another year. And whatever the equation was in 17, distraction versus yield to the team, that equation became less attractive to have Kaepernick in 18. He's a year older. And 19, less attractive, a year older. And not only older, but away from the game. Yes. It's tough. I, I mean, we've seen it, Jonas, with catastrophic injuries. If people who are away, players away from the game for two full seasons, sometimes, I mean, now, it's hard to know how much of it is the injury but it's hard to come back, wouldn't you say observationally? Yeah, no, I think if you look at any sport, whether it was, you know, Gordon Hayward coming back from that devastating ankle injury, he wasn't the same for a while, or Paul George, and those sports aren't even close to being as physical as the NFL is, so the fact that he would just step away for three years, and then we think that he could just walk right back in and be one of, you know, a, a fringe starting quarterback, I think is unrealistic. Yeah, whatever he was in, in 16, I think unequivocally he would have to be less now would be the the smart money. Yeah. Now there's a couple other considerations. One is if you're a mobile quarterback as Kaepernick is and was, your physical skills become even more important. Whereas a Tom Brady, whatever drop off he's had as a pocket passer physically, it affects his game. His differentiation wasn't his physical dominance. Kaepernick, a significant chunk of his really strong performance early in his career was about his physical skills, how fast he was, his ability to run. Now, on the other side, you could say running quarterbacks were more valued today than they were back then. Thus, maybe his value goes up. Even if his relative performance drops a little bit, the NFL values a mobile quarterback more today. And maybe his value as a backup quarterback where he can go in for two or three games and be able to risk running something he may not be able to do over the course of a 16-game season. Well, that's a good point because we always talk about when you run, you're taking a risk. And then the question becomes, and it makes the first take, first topic pretty interesting, which is, should he even deign? Should he even lower himself to play in the NFL? And I get it. If you believe the NFL is a systemically racist organization owned by a bunch of racists, you, why would you? I mean, I get it. You wouldn't want to be a part of it. It just seems like, to whatever degree you could make that point today about the NFL, that point of being systemically racist and so abhorrent, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it seems like the point would have been more easy to make. Whereas the trend line seems positive for society, trend line in the NFL seems positive, doesn't mean that they couldn't still somehow be that systemically racist. But then why did Kaepernick play to start with? Why, you know, and why are the people who are talking about this on TV 
usually either former NFL players or people that would probably take an NFL contract if offered to them. So it's easy for us to tell other people what money they should leave on the table. And that includes the owners. And I'll leave this topic with one question. And I'm going to leave it unanswered because I don't think there is an answer, which actually is the answer. Uh huh. Here it is. When has the NFL ever let anything other than the bottom line be bigger than the bottom line? Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. 
Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are two different worlds that are currently going on. You've got the UFC that has managed to come up with not only several fight cards, but they've got a cage on a beach in Abu Dhabi, and they're going to have a fight island. And then you've got Major League Baseball, which still can't get it together, although Rob Manfred, their commissioner, said earlier today that he guaranteed there would be some sort of a season. Well, let's start with the baseball, because I think what's not being said as clearly is the following. Because the NFL or MLB owners are locked in effectively to the deal they made in March. And to recap that deal, it was saying, okay, if there's less than 162 games, whatever percentage of games we play, that's the percentage of the contract you're going to get. Fez, you have a term you like? Pro rata. Pro rata. Right? It's, per, it, it, it's a ratio. You play half the games, you get half your money. Later, owner said, huh, we didn't think that went all the way through. Because if there's not fans in the stands, we're not going to make as much per game as we typically would. Why should the players make as much per game? That's the heart of the dispute. Players have every right to say, hey, 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 we made the deal's a deal. Deal's a deal. I think that's a fair point. Because the owners have the upside, they should have the downside. That's my belief as an owner myself of a small business is the idea that you get the upside, but you got to take the downside. Now, if you want to spread around the downside, then spread around the upside. And that's what the NFL does. When you do a rev share, Mm -hmm. you're spreading around both. And that's why there seems to be a clear partnership with the NBA and the players, the NFL and the players, because it's rev share. And you make more money as a league. The players and the owners, everyone makes more money. And it's you know pretty much down the middle. So yeah. it all makes sense. Anything that hurts you hurts me. And that's good, because if it helps me, it helps you. Baseball, no. So the owners want extra, then you pay extra when you lose, when things don't go well. Okay, but here's what we know. That deal was signed, and the owners... Don't want games now. They are going to lose unless the players took a significant concession per game. Owners are losing per game, so the owners are thinking, "Huh, each game is a loss, but we got to keep the business open. If somehow we ha- close it and lose another World Series, it could affect our value of our." Uh, teams by 30%, 20%. Future earnings, losing fans, etc. And I think big time. I think yeah. big time. So to me, right now, MLB's saying each game they play would lose about $640,000. Now, to me, let's assume that number's about half that because they're going to cook mm-hmm. the books. That still means they want to play the least number of games. So baseball has the right to say, we're going to play X games. And based on the March agreement, players are going to have to go along with it. They want X to be as small as possible if they're going to lose per game, but they still want to get to the postseason. So, Jonas, I'm hearing, what, like 48 or something? Yeah, 48 games is the one that they agreed upon. Uh, so that was so at the very – the worst-case scenario, if we do have a season, it would be just under 50 games. Now, the only way we wouldn't have a season is if the player said, we're not going to honor this deal, right? Or the owner said – you know, we're not going to honor the deal. Because it seems like that the idea of the 48, I would make the following case. That is extremely likely. Meaning, there's probably a 10% chance, 20% chance they don't play at all. Because 
one of the sides thinks it's so bad they're just going to say, take me to court kind of thing. But in general, I think it's either 48 games or more is the real viable options here. And maybe that's why we're not seeing any sense of urgency. Because the owners are thinking, well, there's a ticking clock. Every day that goes by, there's less games we can play. But if the players aren't going to take a concession, we don't want to play a lot of games. So they, they drag this out, the owners. It makes the players look bad, in theory. And then in the end, they say, okay, we're going to play, we'll play. And then they got time for 48. It's good strategy, but it feels like it's really like telling the fans we just don't care. Does anyone see it any other way in regards to we very likely are going to have a season? It's going to be the minimum because the owners are losing per game, but they want to have a season because there's a bigger loss if they don't. And the players are saying, hey, owners are going to have to eat this anyway. Let's force them to eat it. And neither are saying, we'll take a little pain now for the good of the game. I don't think it's extremely likely we're going to have a season, RJ, and here's why. I agree with everything you've said, but when we hit that point where the owners say, all right, we're going to go to a 48-game season that's contractually um, in accordance with our March agreement, we're going to play ball. The player, the individual players still have an opt-out. They don't have to play. If enough of those players, let's say, what, what do you do if a fourth of the league but says what, they what, won't play? What would be the motivation of those players? Because they, they got the deal they wanted. They'd be getting 30 cents on the dollar in terms well, of what they'd, they'd be, expect but, but, to make. But hold on. Pro rata, they'd be getting the same amount, right? <laughs> yes. Per game. Yes. And if anything, they need that money more. I mean, one of the whole kind of secrets of these strikes and lockouts is the players don't have, as Avon said in The Wire, we want to see who's got a bigger war chest. Well, the owners usually have the bigger war chest. Yeah, that's a great point. And some, a lot of the players saying, hey, maybe we're just not going to play at all. Are they bluffing? And come August 1st, will they be on the field? But I think we're hearing the least of that when it comes to baseball, wouldn't you say? Of players like on background or whatever saying, oh, we might not want to play. I'm hearing that in the NBA more than No, baseball. I'm hearing in baseball. What do you think, Jonas? I think that I've heard a lot of players come out and be very doubtful. They don't want to say, you know, we're not going to play a season, but I've heard players that are very skeptical uh, skeptical about anything getting done. And then you've had former players that are kind of split. You've got former players who have argued with current players on Twitter saying, listen, this is bad look for the game. We should have a product on the field. This is an opportunity here. And then you've had other ones that have been defensive of the Players Association and saying, no, they need to stand their ground. They cannot let the owners, and they can't set a precedence like this. So it's sort of a split between former players, but current players are more skeptical. That's Jonas Knox. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. I agree with everything you're saying. I think the thing that's not being discussed enough is the, the position of inactivity, meaning if nothing happens, what will happen is a 48-game season. It, yes. will, it will take a real strong action. And when I say strong, I mean not good necessarily – for the owners to say, screw it, we're not going to do it, or the players collectively to say, we're not going to do it. Both parties understand no season is so much worse than a 48-game season. What they won't understand is how the 48 looks so bad. It shows the disregard of the fans. It's like, oh, yeah, you'll do it when there's a big consequence not to. But if you have a little bit of a loss by doing it, but doing it for the fans, you won't do it. That's all. The takeaway here is that the owners, the players, both of them, individually, collectively, 
will only do what they have to do for their own self-interest. And if the fans benefit, fine. It's incidental. But it's all about their own self-interest. And it is billionaires and millionaires. And we can debate, well, are you on the billionaire side or the millionaire side? It's a false choice. We're not on either of their sides. We're nothing like them. I'm not anything like them. <laughs> right? National radio show, yeah, it's a different universe. Mil- you know, I mean, again, millionaires, yeah. But we're not talking about millionaires. We're talking about 20, 30 million a year for the guys that are helping make these decisions. It's not, a, you know, in your life you save a million dollars, which is a hell of an accomplishment. But it's not what we're talking about. It's talking about guys that... If they lost a check for a million dollars, they might not know it. That's the millionaires that we're talking about here, like Chevy Chase and Caddyshack. (laughs) So I have nothing in common, really, with either of them, millionaires or billionaires in this case. And I'll tell you this, I know they don't care about me. They don't care about the fans because their actions would show otherwise. It shows in their proposals. And here we get another one today from the players wanting to play 89 games. They know the owners aren't going to agree to this. I it's mean, just some of this is PR, but you got in the end, it's what you do. The clock's ticking. Every day that goes by is one less game. And you know what? Neither of them care. And my final word to baseball is, So let's see some hustle. Let's jack it up a little. But we know that's not going to happen. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general tires test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. 
Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Now, baseball, we know what they think. They think about themselves. UFC, does Dana White think about himself? Yeah. But Dana White is the fan, in a way. And to me, that's the first generation versus the future generations. If you have a business... If it's countries, think about America in 1930, 1920, is the assumption was, hey, you might die in the alleyway if you don't have enough money. You get your kidney has a problem, they're going to throw you in the alley. Is that good? Hell no, it's not good. But it was. And there was a culture of, hey, you better go do X or Y, go to school, get a job, or, or you're not going to be able to survive. And that hunger, you know, that, that, that the pre, you know, we're losing these people, just the math of aging. You know, my grandfather passed away last year at 95, you know, grew up during the Depression, stormed the beaches of Normandy, and he saw a lot of things. I, you know, I'm grateful in a way I had, didn't see, you know, a lot of tough stuff. And it hardens people into a certain worldview. And then you got the kids of those people and the kids of the kids. And especially when they're rich. And, the, you know, you see it in every movie. It's the 55-year-old dad who had to crawl his way up, fight, fight, fight. He built a business. Now his son doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense because the son hasn't gone through those things. I look at Dana White, and I think first generation. I think this is a guy who has hundreds of millions now. Let's give him credit. But he's the guy that didn't have hundreds of millions when he was 20, and what he's done in the interim is what earned it for him. And to me, that is the American dream. Dana White, an example of it. And to me, it makes me want to like the UFC more. I feel like Dana cares as much. You know, My threshold is, do the participants care more than the fans? Or do the fans care more? Or is it equal? I'll take equal. But when the fans care more than the participants... The fans are idiots because they don't care. Why should you care so much? That's why people have so much problems when the NBA guys are shaking hands and hugging after games. Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever you want to say about Isaiah, he cared about losing. He cared about as much as the fans. I know, Jonas, you are a true expert at the UFC. You follow it closely. I'm looking from the outside do you think I got Dana White correct? Yeah, no, he's hustled his ass off trying to get fights on, trying to get this figured out. He was told no by the state of California. He continued on. He tried to you know, put something together on an island, finally got it to go. Then he went to Florida. He had the guts to go out there to be the first real big-time league to do testing, have somebody test positive, and still put on the fight event the next night. He went through all of that. He's taken PR hits, and on top of it, he's got multiple fighters that are 
complaining about their pay during a pandemic. And here he is with another fight card this weekend, one coming up next month and several after that. I think he's I think he's been fantastic through this whole thing. I think we forget that the NFL wasn't all that big in the 80s. Like, this is fairly new, this billions and billions of dollars. And as the participants get further and further away from the fans when it comes to their worldview, their experiences, I think it's going to be a big challenge for these leagues. And I think uh, like the UFC doesn't feel like that. Now, in 30 years, when it's Dana, you know, the grandkids of not necessarily Dana White, but that generation, are they going to feel it? Probably not. You know what? That's the Darwinian element of this thing. Survival of the fittest, natural selection, is leagues will come. And baseball used to be the undisputed king of American sports. No question. And now, it's not. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 